The More Life Podcast is the most prolific and entertaining podcast hosted by two cousins, Justin Bless and Samuel Matthew, who are researching to discover and understand as much of this world that's full of humans, different environments, and Mother Nature in a fun way. Be prepared for Justin and Sam to dig deep with profound questions and groundbreaking conversations. More Life Podcasts will also include special guests from all walks of life. Thank you for joining us and enjoy. More life to you. To you. More money, more wife, more life. No more lay, no more strife. More life, put more touch over drive. Me a destiny child, cause me a fi survive. More life, more money, more wife, more life. No more lay, no more strife. More life, put more touch over drive. Me a destiny child. Them a say me get few shot. Me no fifteen or two pack. Me roll with two. Yo, hey, what's going on, world? Planet Earth, man. You already know we here with another one for your head tops. Birdman hand rub, you know what it is. It's your boy, it's your boy, it's your boy, it's your boy, Samuel, the man with the planule. You know how it is. Right here, I got my cousin next to me. We got another one for you, more live podcast. I can't wait to get into this one, man. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, nigga, hell yeah, bro. You already know, man. Hey, if you didn't know, now you know what it is, bro. It's Justin Bless, Justin Bless, nothing less. Yes, sir. And we ain't going to bring nothing less but some fire to your head tops, man. Right, cuz? That's right. Uh, hey, we got a great guest for y'all today. Man, this guest right here is just dope. The vibe's always been right. For sure. You feel me? Most From the definitely. jump. Like, when I met her, like, it was just real cool. Like, just the vibes was just right. And we just connected and clicked and everything was cool. But I'm going to let her introduce herself. And drum roll, please, Sam. Hey, and we got... Hey, what's good? It's basic... Uh, go ahead and check me out on my Instagram at I'm Basic. That's spelled I-M-B-A-Y-S-I-K. For you guys that may or may not know me, I have a clothing brand called Basic Clothing, and I started it here in Arizona. Hey, yo, Basic. What's good, yo? What's good? Hey, when we linked up at the Hip Hop Festival. Oh, my gosh. Yo. <laughs> that was fun. Actually, you weren't there for it, but all I remember is we are in that dark room inside a press room, if you guys ever been there. And I was, <laughs> I was struggling setting up my my booth because I was trying to go big and everything and try to have a big um, banner. And I didn't know that there was instructions to set it up. I thought it was gonna be an easy like, <laughs> just you know like what I mean? cakewalk type yeah, shit. I don't Bro, know. She got the most difficult <laughs> banner setup thing ever. I was it like, was what? So it, lo- it looks fly though, to yeah, say the least. Thank you. <laughs> thank, um, it should have because I spent like it was like two hundred or something. But no when I first saw you, you were with a. You were nearby a girl. You were talking with a girl. So I thought that you were like a performer. Yeah. Or I thought you were a part of the crew yeah. that, that started the hip-hop festival. And then when she left, I saw that you were still there. And then you're like right by me. So it was like, okay, someone's got to say something to someone, you know? And then he helped me out. Yeah. And like ever since then, then like we just became booth buddies. And we we're just by each other the whole time. Real talk, though. And yeah. they, they try to have us in the... I'm telling you, who would have stayed in there? Right. Oh, Man, I would have been hot. I would have been mad. It was like a whole different festival. It was like a whole different festival, like outside, I swear. From the inside, it was a whole different vibe. And where we ended up being at, great spot. I think it was meant to be too, because like, what are the odds that the people that didn't show up like that they had the they had the greatest right. spots like why yeah. would they not show up Real time. They, they, did. they had the best spot <laughs> they had crazy. like two also so it's like they could have had just one or they could have had like you know what i mean like yeah, yeah even like a smaller yeah, setup yeah. or something like that that's what i'm saying no, i feel you that's crazy hey it worked out for us though nigga <laughs> hey, <more life. laughs> hella you know what i mean how did the event go for you though 
Like money wise, everything was good. Yeah, it went good. I mean, oh my gosh. So you learn every day, right? So <laughs> mm-hmm. when having a business, obviously it's very important to learn like how much to save, how much you need to make back, like your net profit, your net profit, things like that. So I came in there hella excited on Saturday and sales were going fine. Like it kind of started out slow, but during the nighttime when everybody was showing up for the concerts, I was making good money. I'm like, oh, 20 bucks here, 25 here, 30 here. And it was like, I had little bags I was doing for five bucks. And as it stacked up, me and my friend who's 21, we're like, first round? And then we would go to the bar, boom, first round. And then we're selling, selling. They're like, okay, round two? I'm like, all right, yeah, 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 round two. And I'm like, hey, hey, on me, on me. So I'm all paying for it. And then as time goes by, we have ended up having like six or seven rounds. And like for one person, that's already a lot because then you got to tip too. No doubt. And you don't want to be that person that's not tipping. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was I was paying for me. My friend Hannah, that's actually the one. We got, we did too much. So. <laughs> hey, y'all was lit though. Oh my gosh, too much. So, but yeah, it went good. It went good. Yeah, uh, that's good though. <clears throat> that's good. How's your day? It's been good. I had a long day at work, so I started my shift six a.m. to four p.m. every day. Yeah. So at my job, it, I'm actually thankful because we get to do four days on, three days off. Four yeah. days on, three days off. It's pretty consistent. So at least I got to like tell myself like, okay, like. You get a three-day weekend after this, so come on, like, push through. Right. But today was really chill. It wasn't too stressful. For you guys that may or may not know, I actually dispatched for 911. So, you know how that goes. Yeah, 5-0 <laughs> in the building. You know right. how that goes. <laughs> right, right, right. And so I got mad questions about that, you know, basic. Because okay. I bet, and I can only imagine the type of calls you hear being a 911 dispatch. Because no one's calling 911, like, because it's chill, you know what yeah, I mean. Nope. They're not like, "Hey, it's a good time." Nine one one. Hey, how you doing? Uh-huh. They're like, "Yo, she's going down. Help, yeah. <laughs> help." So like, you don't have to tell me because it might be confidential. But what's like the craziest call that you heard, or like crazy. someone like the most random thing? I guess I should say not craziest because I don't want to hear about like someone get like shot. That might be too much. Okay, but like random, you know what I mean? Someone. I don't, don't like, want to hear somebody get shot or something, <laughs> bro. Like what? I try to hear the most wildest thing. Well, both of those oh, questions. Oh, shit. Actually, I, I have, like, a couple that came to mind. But, you, um, so, just so you guys know, like, the movie The Call with Halle Berry. Yeah. Have you seen that? So, that is nothing like, hey, you know, that like, shit. It, like how it is. <laughs> okay. That's, a like, once a year type of thing. Like, that, no. But um, the craziest call that I've come across that makes my top list is, obviously, when somebody calls 911, they're needing help. Like, Facts. you know, that's... Usually the reason. Yeah. So this one girl, I guess she had gotten in a fight with someone who was drunk. And my intention was that she's calling for help and she wants police to go and remove the person that was bugging her. So I'm asking her all these questions and police don't show up in 10 seconds. Like they have to still get in their car. They got to go code three. They got to make sure that they're not crashing into cars, you know. So um, during that time, I was asking her questions to try to stall the right the right time for the police officer to get there and she started turning it on me and getting mad at me because I was taking too long for the police to show up so she started saying like um 
just get them fucking over here. And I'm like, excuse, I'm, excuse me? And she's like, um, she was like, fucking bitch. And I'm like, wait. And in our room, I know. In our room that we're at, literally, it's kind of like how we're seated right now. Like, okay. we only can fit four dispatchers in one room. That's how small our department is. So anything that's going on, my coworkers can hear my reaction. So I'm over here like, like, excuse me? Like, I'm trying to help you. Like, we have police officers on the way. And like, no, you're taking too long, dumb bitch. And like, she's talking all hard. <laughs> And so, and stuff like that, like if someone's talking down on you like that over a microphone, <laughs> yo, and then another thing is she it sounded like she got thrown or something. And I was like, are you yeah. okay? Do you need um, the fire department to come, like paramedics? And she threw her phone and you could hear in the background, um, like crying or something. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I know you're upset, but do you want paramedics to arrive too? Cause I can send them as well. And she's like, get the fuck off my phone. And you can hear in the distance. And I'm like, oh, okay, like you called me for help and it turned into this. Like that I have no control. That's crazy. That just goes to show, yo. Like yeah. people who you gotta want the help, man. That's what I'm saying. Coming. You can't be like, yo, help me out then, fucker, like stupid. Bitch. That's what she was saying. <laughs> that's crazy. That's oh my entitled, God. you feel know me? Yeah, that's entitlement to the key. Entitled. Cause it's like Man, this service is here and these people are here so you can get the help you need. At yes. least at least show them respect. Like if you have a thing against cops, maybe I can understand that. But like you're not even the cops. That's so right. why are they exactly. giving you yes. an attitude? Like Man. That's extra. <laughs> but thanks for sharing that. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> that's only one too. There's so many other crazy things, but that one mm. I always remember because I've never had someone talk to me like that ever. Ever. And in person, I would never let someone talk you to me like that. Basic got the hands, you know what yo. I mean? No, I was hot. I was like, after I got off that call, I was telling my coworker, my, my coworkers are all like moms. They're all, all older than me. Yeah. So I was like, I kind of got off the phone. I had to make sure I wasn't like still on the phone at all because mm-hmm. I could get in trouble. And I was like, she just called me a bitch. And like, I'm like, I'm about to call her back on my phone. You know what I mean? Like, on wait. Personal <laughs> hey, you know who you just called? Yeah. Oh, man. What's your address? I'll pull up with the Addy, yo. Yeah. Talking all that slick shit. She got the Addy, yeah. I know, yeah. Let me pull up in my car. Yeah. Talking all that slick shit. Are you 911? Nah, but you about to get some help. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. That's funny, yo. Okay. Okay. So, I I wanted to ask, too, with with work and your business, (laughs) do you find... Do you find any time where they like kind of cross over? Do you find like you're taking things from work to your business that you're like, oh, that might be a good idea to implement or they kind of stay separate? So where I'm at right now. So at this job, I started working there in March of this year. So the way it works is as long as you get your year of probation done, then you that's when you can start taking vacation and that's when you can start taking leave. So I've been kind of using this time since March as like um, a stepping stone to save up money to put into basic. I've always been trying to do that just because, like, at this point, like, I can't just, I don't want to get loans. I don't want to ask. I don't want investors. I feel like that's not a necessarily a natural way for me. Like, I'd rather get it done myself. And if I'm going to struggle or if it's going to take some time, I'd rather do it where it's all me working for the money. Okay. And loans are cool, but I don't know, just for me right now. So at the job, um, thankfully, dispatchers, they get paid pretty well. And so I saved on the side. And when I had this event, the Arizona Hip Hop Festival come up, I literally took the day off like four months in advance. And I was like, I need these days. I need this weekend off at least. And so luckily, because it was so much in advance um, and they respect my brand, they want me to like pursue in it. Yeah, they yeah. don't try to hold me back from it, which I really appreciate. That's dope. So. Because um, some managers be hating. They don't want you to they do They're like, not nah, work. Nah. Yeah. They're like, your brand. <laughs> nah, buddy, my brand. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, yeah, it, it's so crazy because also too like um, in the job that I'm in, like I said, I have a lot of older people. Mm -hmm. So that like sometimes when there's a younger kid that has like a dream, like a business dream or whatever, yeah. they kind of might not take you as seriously unless they see progression or they see right, it. Right. So um, when I first got into the job, I had a fashion show at the Mesa Arts Center and two of my coworkers, they actually came. And this was when we barely knew each other. So I kind of felt like we kind of gained respect. And from that, they're like, okay, well, she actually has something like going for her. She has event days. She's asking a time in advance. So it's like, they are cool and they're very lenient. But once next year hits and I have that vacation time, I want to do like way more events than I did this year. That's dope. Yeah. As you should, build your brand to the biggest you can be. That's facts, yeah. Man, you, man, basically you grinding, yo. That's I try. Up, it's tiring. When I first started, yeah. I, I did 10-hour shifts. I was used to working nothing. Like I would just do like little cute part-time 15, 15 hours a week type of shifts. Now I'm doing 40 hours a week. I would come home wanting to sleep. And I have, I was with my girl. She would want to like be excited that I come home and do everything, watch a movie. And I'm just like, I'm tired. Like, can we do it? <laughs> Let me sleep. Yeah. yeah. I'm to sleep. Nah. Z's. That's what's up yeah. though. No, but you, you got to grind for your dreams yeah, though. That's and you're, true. you're making it happen. Like you said, it's a stepping stone. I'm glad, I like the way you phrased it too, because you're like, you know, it's not the brand that, you know, you're working at now, but you need to be able to do it on your own, build mm -hmm. yourself up, take those steps yourself exactly. so that you can build your brand to where you want to be. Most people aren't willing to put in that grind. You know, they just want it to happen. Uh -huh. They're just like, I want this. And, but they don't know how they're going to get it. I like that you, you know, you know how you're going to get it. Yeah. Where, That's um, how it has to be like that. No doubt. Where your motivation come from? My motivation. Yeah. Mm. Your motivation in life, not with like the brand or anything like oh, that. Oh, in life? Because I would, it implies to your brand, your motivation. So where does it come from? I would say mostly from my dad. So since I've gotten older, I kind of shied away from like being with my dad and talking with my dad just because he lives at home now and I moved out. But um, long story short, growing up, my mom ended up dipping out. And so that was from this year. It's been like, I would say maybe like five years ago. So I was still in like that preteen phase and like having to deal with like not having both parents and shit like that. Yeah. So anyways, um, with my dad, he always knew how to like stay strong and like work hard. And as far as my siblings, there's three girls, all three of us. So he's been taking care of us, even though he's not like a mom figure, like cleaning the house and all that stuff. He knows how to make sure that we work for what we want. And he makes sure that if we don't get it, then he's going to do what he can to help support until we're able to do it on our own feet. So learning that as I've gotten older, I like seeing those traits about my dad. It kind of showed me that hardworking perspective. And like, even though that's a parent, even if that was a friend, if I had a friend that had a hardworking ethic like that, it would drive me to want to do something for myself. And also he always told me like um, to put into something so that when you get older, it's kind of like paid off. So before I used to play basketball and like I was trying to do that. I wanted to play basketball all the way up until college, which I ended up doing. But I thought I was going to be a D1 player and then eventually play overseas. And I'm 5'2". Hey. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with height, but, yeah. like, I'm 5'2", all right? So then yeah. after it got to college, I went to just a community college here, Mesa Community College. Mm -hmm. And I kind of was like, I don't really want to do this. And at this moment, I'm not making money from playing basketball. Yeah. And so um, I always was into business and I was always into fashion. So it kind of like, on one day, like, I'm telling you, like, these things, they just click. And I just had an idea of like wanting to start a business and I wanted to do it in fashion. So then 
with having the work ethic from being an athlete, like being mentally strong, and then having the drive from my dad, like seeing him do his thing every day, it like kind of came together. And then that one day when I wanted to do a brand, I just started researching and researching and then boom. <laughs> then boom, huh? Yeah. What year was that? That was, so I started the year in 2016, which is what the Roman numerals in my brand stands for, MMXVI. So I was 18. So what is it? 2009, three years ago. Yeah. Dang, that's fly. Hey, mm-hmm. shout out to the single dads, you feel me? Basic dad holding it down, yo. Basic dad holding it down. No doubt, no ah. doubt. That's dope that, like, I mean, I bet that, that must have been the experience for y'all, too, growing up. You know what I mean? Seeing your pops grand like that. I know from my end, seeing my mom grind how she does, it's just like, man, I got to get it. You yeah. know what I mean? Is she working like that? Like, there's no way I can do anything lesser because I know they're working for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't Shout out to single dads, man. That's all I can <laughs> say. Out Shout around, out. Because that's, that's dope. you know, any single parent in general, it's not yeah. easy to do. And, you know. And he had three girls. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> it was like it was like sons, you know what I mean? That's, yeah, no doubt. That's fly. Cause some things, like some things that guys just don't know what a girl go through because we're just not designed and created that way by God. You feel me? So some things we just don't understand. So for for a man mm-hmm. to step up and be a father to three girls by himself without having the help from another companionship from a woman perspective is, you know, that's remarkable. So shouts to your dad. Yeah, bro. shout that's out to my dope. dad. You still be hooping? I, I try to. I yeah. be getting winded. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I be getting tired, man. Yo, the shots getting oh, to you. You feel nah, me? Them rounds. I haven't played in a minute. Last time I played, it was the same way. I was it's like, crazy. <laughs> and then low-key, if you don't warm up correctly and you try to do what you used to be able to do and it doesn't work out, like you fumble a little bit, yeah. I'll be getting frustrated. I'm like, right? what the hell? What was that? That was ugly. You feel me? Nah. You just like, damn, you can hurt yourself that way too. No doubt. Yep. I'm getting old. My knee pop when I do a crossover. Yeah. I'm like, ah. Shit, it's stretching and I pop. The joints, man. Hey, basically, where are you from? So I was born here originally. I actually was born in Chandler, and what? then I ended up growing up in Awatuki. So um, ever since I was younger, I was very... I was an Arizona baby. Like, I didn't really know anything else. I didn't really mess with snow... Like, right. when it got hot, to me, it wasn't that hot. Like, it was just normal, obviously, because I didn't know anything else. Um, and like I said, because I was hooping, I was, like, doing that from fourth grade up until high school. And when you get to a certain level in high school with, for athletes, you got to, like, start thinking about college, of course. So it was it was my sophomore year. I went to Desert Vista, if you guys know, DB in Awatuki. <laughs> hey, shout out, DB. Hanging on, yo. Hanging on. With the old set. So, uh, yeah, my sophomore year, I ended up actually moving. And because my dad's side, they all live in Hawaii, I decided to move out to Hawaii. And I didn't think that it was actually going to work out. But my mom, um, when she was living with us at the time, she works for the airlines. So I had a free flight. And then my family lived in Hawaii, so I had free room, free food all the time, free transportation. So it's like, it just worked out. You know you what I mean? Yeah. yeah, everybody is like, oh, you moved to Hawaii. Like, you must be rich. Or like, oh, you get a flight for free. You must be rich. Like, no, like. It's the connection, you know? Yeah, the The connection. Networking. Yo, exactly. It's all about who you know. So, yeah, I lived out there for a year, went to a college, played basketball. I don't know why I left, but I ended up leaving that high school to go to another high school in Hawaii. Okay. So total in high school, I've been to three different ones. 
Word. Yeah. In a four-year span. In, in four span. I don't know. Change. I don't know. I don't know why. But I, I was balling out my junior year. I would at least have like 25 points plus. And balling, yo, yo, no, like for, it was good. <laughs> I look back at it and I'm like, would I had gone any further though if I stayed? Because the same mentality, like I like doing my clothing brand and I'm 5'2 I'm for sports. So it's like, yeah. I probably would have fell into the same spot where I'm at today. Yeah. But damn, I was, it was cool. So like, comparatively, the two schools you went to in Hawaii to AZ, like, how's the experience? Nah, the culture there is another category. Right. Like when they say like, if y'all seen like Lilo and Stitch, they say like Ohana, yeah. And then they say um, Ohana means family. Family means nobody gets left behind and forgotten. Yeah. So that's like facts. Cause once you land there, yeah, that's dope. It's like. Hi, cousins. Like, you go there, like, you see the um, people carrying out your bags or, like, the pilot or whatever. Like, all of a sudden, you look at them, like, I'll see you again. Like, you're now we have a connection. Right. And it's, like, basically what I learned is in high school when you get lunch and, you know, like, the lunch people here, we would call them, like, almost, like, janitors and, like, cafeteria people, you know, strictly yeah, only. Right. And over there, they call everybody auntie and uncle. Everybody. That's that's cool. Yeah, and that's that was a culture shock for a bit for me because like I, I don't know, it just made me feel like dang, I've been treating my people in Arizona like they're so strangers. Coldly, you know? yeah. yeah, and I was like, but I was used to that. So it's like growing up, like over there, once you land and you see the culture and everybody's wearing lays and like there's so much green everywhere and you just look around instead of people like staring and giving you like the eye they're like wanting to give you like a hug or like smile and right. it's so like uplifting and right. it's just crazy not that anything is bad here but that's a culture shock that if you've never been there before and you stay there for at least more than a couple weeks you'll notice like oh like okay like yeah. you know so that's one thing and then the other is just like the the beaches like right. if you're bored everyone goes to the beach like, there's no sitting around. You go outside and play. You get off your phone. You go to the beach. Right. And you can't really do that here. But it's it's like a whole nother vibe. I would suggest everybody to go. And if they do go, at least have, like, five days of time to just relax. Hey, Damn, Sam. Let's go, bro. You feel me? Like, what are we doing, bro? When are we booking the trip, bro? Yeah. I like green. I like saying hi and warm you embraces. Like, that sounds like Yo. my kind of place. That's dope, though. That's dope. Bro. Yeah. Thank Did you, you surf? Like, were you serving? Mm -hmm. I wasn't oh, serving, like, the big waves. But, like, like everyone at least has an experience, like, the balancing and the, okay. the little waves. It's, like, kind of like a rush. And it's, I don't really, like, I used to like to skateboard. But some people would compare it because it's, like, your freehand on a skateboard. You kind of just, like, uh, lean side to side. Surf, surfing is kind of like that. But it's, like, you're more, like, free. Like, you're on water. Like, water yeah. is just, and the water there is, like, clear. So yeah, you yeah. just feel, Have like. Have you been snowboarding? I, no, I've okay. been snowboarding. I was gonna try to compare the two. I haven't been skiing or surfing, but I've been snowboarding. It's kind of like same like you explained it with skating. Uh -huh. It's like you just shift your weight, but it's more free because you want snow. That makes sense. Snow is kind of you know it's more rigid. Obviously, yeah. it's not fluid like water. But okay. Yeah, surfing is cool. And another thing they do a lot over there is a uh, boogie boarding. So they actually be like sliding on the boogie board right right where the sand meets the first wave. Yeah. And they just be gliding on that. I haven't done that because I'm not trying to fall and hurt something. <laughs> but it's just like you could be a kid there again. Like everyone drops the technology. If anything, they're bumping music. But yeah. nobody needs to be on their phone. They just, you could be at the beach for like 10 hours and like. Cool, and then do it yo. again. <laughs> I love the beach, That's man. why. Mm -hmm. 
Hey, you ever see those people with like that be dancing with the fire? Yeah, I have actually a friend that does it. Oh, word. Yeah. He, he's in the army now, but yeah, that shit is very entertaining, but it's very coordinated. So it's like when he was doing it one time, he did a whole routine and certain times you could see like some spark fly or whatever. And it's like his chest hair because it got burnt off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how that's how it could be. Or like yeah. he goes under the leg, and like you see like a little like it looked like fireflies. And I, I asked him what it was, and he showed me. And there's like little spots in his body where there's just like no hair. But like that's how you know it's real. Like that's yeah, real no fire. Doubt. It's right. <laughs> no, this ain't fake, my nigga. <laughs> I'm putting my life on the line for this shit. Better give me some good tips, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, that's fire. <laughs> Pun intended. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's dope as hell. Oh my man, gosh, Hawaii. Hawaii, jinx, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what made you leave? What made you come back over here? So I left there by myself for my immediate family. So my dad and my two sisters they stayed back here in Arizona. So then. Um, after my senior year, I actually got kind of homesick. Like, yeah, I was living with all my family, but, like, your immediate family, like, waking up to your dad on, like, Christmas Day and stuff, like, it's a whole nother change. Or, like, when you're sick, yeah, it's whole different. So, um, I was missing him, and I also wanted to kind of come back and kind of, like, see, like, how much I learned from living somewhere else and what it could benefit me here in Arizona. So... Yeah, that's pretty much the reason why I came back. And I got a scholarship. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I got a scholarship for basketball at Mesa Community College. But it didn't, like, I guess going to college taught me that I didn't need it. So many people, like, if you're a doctor, I, I recommend it. If you want to be an engineer, then, yeah, college is, you need to. And that'll pay you off in the future. But if it's, like, anything else that you know you can do as long as you're consistent, like, save your money, I would say. But I'm not influencing nobody. I'm just saying from personal experience, I've been making sales. I learned how to get my tax license. I learned how to be social. And it's like, you can't have a teacher teach you that. It's got to come from you. Right. And like, I think that's great you say that because all that information, it's not that, it's not like college is hiding that away, stuck in like the libraries and you got to go find the right connect to do. No, it's all available. Mm -hmm. So if you want to go do something, you know, you can you can do it, you know, as long as you know how you need to do it and what the steps you need to do it, then you can accomplish it. For like what you were saying, doctors, college might be one of those steps that you need to take. Yeah. But if you want to be a business person, I mean, Steve Jobs dropped out. Bill Gates dropped out. It's like that's not yeah. something that they needed to do what they were trying to do. They just needed the right direction and maybe to get in touch with the right people. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just to learn that, oh, shit. I don't need to do this. You know exactly. what I mean? And like you were saying. And then really you can make that experience be something to where you could take it. And even if you don't go there for what, you know, they say you go there for, you got something else that can make some success to you. College isn't success. Graduating success. What you make of yourself is success. Exactly. And this is like r- random fun fact. But like mm-hmm. for someone to say like, like you mentioned, like Bill Gates, yeah. it's like as successful as he's gotten, I saw a post and it said like, it'll take Bill Gates like 350 years to go broke. And that's like because all the work that he put in with all the stuff that he's done, like it really does pay off. And if you don't need school and you're able to stay motivated and consistent, like anything is in life, I feel like it's all about consistency. Like, because if you don't, if you're not consistent, then like people kind of just say, okay, who is consistent? And they'll follow the one that's consistent because they want to see something like every day, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and that's another thing I was going to say is like, um, as far as, like, the researching, like, how we mentioned, like, 
there's answers everywhere in the world. You just have to know where to look and like what you you need to know what you need, yeah. and then you need to go out looking for your answers. So it's like um, with people that have clothing brands, there's a lot of people that are kind of like, oh, so and so clothing brand is um, gonna be there, like, and they kind of make it seem like I'm supposed to take that as a competitor thing. Yeah. But in my head, it's like I know what I got. I know what makes me different from everybody else. And it's like, and I did the research all by myself. I don't need to be competing against another clothing brand just because it's another clothing brand. You know what I mean? So, and it's all about like them really knowing knowledge about their brand and their business. Because like I said, I put in so much work and I did my legal stuff, my paperwork, everything first so that I know I'm secure. And then everything else after, as far as promoting and making sales, like it's a bonus. Like that just comes after, like, right. you know what I mean? So it doesn't really phase me too much when there's other brands. It's just like... You shouldn't. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't affect you at all, honestly. I seen, I don't know where I read this before, but I read it just somewhere. And it said, if you ever have an idea and you feel that someone else already has an idea and I discourage you, you should drive to Walmart, go on the first aisle, and everybody knows Walmart, the first aisle is the bread. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You look at the bread, there is at least like 25 different bread brands. It's, that's... Hey. Talk. Yeah. You just I go to like Walmart that. and just look at the bread. Just look at it and see how many damn, man, there are so many. So you should never be discouraged at all if you're going to start I something like at all. So for you to, you know, you're going to go put in this work at this event or like whatever it is to get your brand out there. Mm -hmm. And somebody's like, oh, there's this brand here. So you already know what you got. It's kinda exactly. Like, I'm like bread at Walmart. They already know what they got. Like, yo, you make your Whoa. bread like that. I got my bread like this. Yeah. Even though we're still selling bread, nigga, I'm going to get me some customers. Uh -huh. You feel me? Because some customers like, gravitate to me more than they're going to gravitate to you. They don't like right. the way that you made your bread or whatever That's that it dope. is. You know? That kind of like, I'm going to take that with me like forever. Yeah, that kind of, <laughs> I might even do it. I might go to Walmart and just take yeah, a minute. I'm like, go by myself. Look at that shit. Because like, Whoa. when I read it, I was just Whoa. like, I never really like, Looked at it because like when you when you shopping like for bread or whatever it is, you're kind of like an autopilot. Yeah. Which is like you don't really pay attention to your surroundings or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. So I actually went there. And I looked at it. And I'm like, that's a lot of damn brands. Like brands I've never <laughs> seen in my life before. But Walmart cashing Whoa, them out millions. Yeah. You know, like every month to make sure that they bring in the bread. That's so crazy. I'm shook. So, yeah. So like me being a business person as well, like. Even with this podcast and um, my brand, Blessed, and, like, everything else that, like, I went out and did. Mm -hmm. Nothing's new under the sun. It just depends on how you do it. Exactly. You know? So, like, with this podcast with me and my cousin, I, I just personally don't feel like nobody speaks the way that me and him speak. Mm -hmm. Nobody has the type of connection that me and him have because before we even started this, we already had these type of deep intellectual conversations. You know, we already wanted to gain more life and more knowledge from other people. It's just more people life. That we are. You, feel what, you feel what I mean? Yeah. So, but the thing about us and our brand and our podcast is when people leave or finish listening to our podcast, we want them to walk away with something. And I just don't want to like walk away with something. So what exactly are they walking away from? Mm -hmm. I personally feel they're walking away with more life than what they started with when they first listened to our podcast yeah and even like are you gonna go no. and even like the name too because like when we started it's not like we were the first people to name the more life or more life podcast mm -hmm. there's other podcasts i mean but 
the name is something that we really resonate with. And just because someone else has that name, you know what I mean, doesn't mean that our name presented in a different way because it's the and then more live podcasts. Some people don't have the the, some people don't have the podcast, right. whatever it may be. The name doesn't matter. The presentation, what they get from it, the content, yeah. that's what people are going to keep the coming content, back from. yeah. That's what they keep coming back to. I mean, that's why we know. And yeah, that's why. And I mean, that's why I feel the same way what you were saying about like in brands and being in competition with it. Because I don't think you're in competition with anyone. If anything, you're in cooperation because if you know some people that I can get to know and they might mm-hmm. not have known me unless I known you, mm-hmm. then we just exchange client base. We both get money. Right. We don't have to be in constant contact, like con- conflict with one another. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's I want to get mine too, but I don't think it should be like a dog-eat-dog world. You don't got to get yours and put someone else down. Yeah. If you can elevate and someone elevate in two, why not both go up? You know what I mean? That's true. That's how I see it too. So like, you know, for everyone, like I wish all the other More Live podcasts more live because it's not like we do that to bite off anyone's name or mm. anything like that, but the message in itself. And if they got that same idea, I'm not going to be like, oh, they got my idea too, man. You know what I yeah. mean? Forget them guys. Like It's like, nah, cool. We on the same wavelength. I feel you. We're going to do more life how we do more life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we hope it goes to the people. Same with your brand, I'm sure, with what the clothes you bring, with the styles that you have, the designs, all that. No matter what someone else has, you know, okay, I have my brand. And I'm a, you know what I mean? The people who like this, they're going to get this because it's fact. unique. Yep. Yep, that's true. I was actually just thinking because the way you guys say it, more life, like I was mm-hmm. thinking about people that like, like maybe like they're disabled or like blind, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, obviously like they can listen, they can hear things like music always is an escape for someone, but like podcasts, like when people are talking, I could definitely <clears throat> see how that could give someone more, like just more, mm-hmm. more life. That's dope. Thanks. Yeah. You feel me? That was the- <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. We getting deep. I feel it. Yeah, no, hey, no, you know, and like you might be able to, uh, you know, like resonate with this as well, mm-hmm. which is like even like before this, like before I started the podcast with my cousin, you know, my brand, I started first my clothing brand, which okay. is blessed. And I remember like when I first started it, everything was nobody really like I'm not gonna say nobody really rock with me, like some solid people here and there because mm-hmm. Kind of like what you're saying. I was so consistent with it and putting niggas' faces <laughs> down their throat. Like, hey, you're going to see this, yeah. bro. Like, we Look getting it out here. <laughs> you feel me? Like, we getting it out here. Yeah. Then, like, my people that I thought was, like, my friends and my day ones, like, people that was really close with me that kind of grew, I grew up with, not kind of, like, I actually grew up with. Mm-hmm. I thought they're going to be riding with me like it's their own brand. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And then when shit was, like, like I said, like, I started, like, really getting my shit up there, mm-hmm. you know? Then they start coming around and trying to say, like, they believed in me the whole time. And I'm just like, damn, yeah, my nigga, like, that's nah. messed up because I thought you would be, like, the first one to buy something. Right. But y'all niggas ended up being, like, right. the like the 500th person to buy something. Like, come on, bro. Like, what does that say? Yeah. Like, strangers support me, then you support me. Yeah. Then when you see all the strangers buying shit, also you want to be, like, on the, on the wagon, like, Let you've been that. doing this shit. Yeah. Like, bro, you haven't. You feel me? You haven't been rocking with me. Then when shit slow down, niggas like disappear. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, like I thought you was rocking with me. Now niggas ain't really wearing my brand like that because this, because of that, or whatever the situation is. But when Nick Cannon had my shit on, all of a sudden niggas wanna be like, oh, that's my nigga. Like, yo, like I know Justin, blah, blah, blah. Like then the niggas start wearing the shirt more, taking pictures of it. 
Like, come on, bro. Like, shit fake. So them niggas, I don't even chill with no more. Yeah, is that you had him wearing your stuff? Nick Cannon? Yeah. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah, yeah I ain't lying. That's dope. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's wore, good shit. Yeah, like he wore that, um, he wore that his daughters, his twin daughters that he has with Mariah Carey. <gasps> Oh, baby, shit. I mean, baby, I mean, their party, their birthday party. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mar- 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 Mariah Carey was there. Oh, that how did you, you have connections? You're like, are you? Nah, actually, family? how the shit went down, he was here for a show. Like, oh, shit. For a comedy show. And my cousin, which is his older brother, uh-huh. he was like, he stopped by my house real quick. He's like, hey, let me get a shirt. And I was just like, I right. like, for what? He's like, I'm going to Nick Cannon show. He has a comedy show, stand up. And I'm going uh, to try to give it to him. I'm mm. like, word, all right, whatever. So I gave him two shirts. Uh-huh. I didn't t- I didn't take nothing of it. I was just, because he never told me that he gave it to him or anything, right? Uh-huh. So I'm working, like, I'm, wor- I'm, I'm working at my job. All of a sudden, my phone start blowing up. And I'm still working. I'm just like, uh, some, probably somebody. But it keeps going off. I'm just like, man, let me go to the bathroom real quick. So I went to the bathroom real quick. All of a sudden, my Instagram, like, lit up. All my text messages, Damn. everything, like, Yo, Nick Cannon got your shirt on. I'm like, these niggas playing with me type of thing. Because this was months later. Mm-hmm. So, like, phone blowing up. I see notification. I just start reading. Nick Cannon got your shirt on. Screenshot, send That's it to me, dope. all this shit. So, like, I saw it, like, three, four hours later before everybody else saw it. Uh-huh. But every, but after that happened, then niggas, like, like I said, people started coming around, to pictures. Like, hey, Justin, when's the next time you going to set up all this other shit? But it, it didn't Ooh. have to do nothing with me, honestly. Uh-huh. Like my cousin plugged that. That's dope, though. Yeah, nah. It, it's, it's cool. It's real, real dope. Have you ever had, like, kind of someone like that with your brand, too? Kind of how my cousin was saying, with Bless, those people who rock with you and they see you up and then, you Oh, Hmm. Damn. <laughs> so Damn. actually, um, I think one of the like, the main things that I'm now remembering is so I had a fashion show on my birthday when I first turned 21, which was this year. And when we had that fashion show, I had my homies help me set up and help me vend. So long story short, the night went good. It was my birthday. I was lit. And then when the night came to where we were closing down, I had a cash box. And in the cash box, obviously that's where we like get our change room. Like I I use it. And the next morning I woke up and I asked the friends I was with, like, where's the cash box? Cause like I was already like sober by that point. So I'm like, okay, now like it was cool we had fun, (laughs) but where's the cash box? And they were all like kind of like, I thought so-and-so had it. I thought so-and-so had it pointing like, no, 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 whatever. So we looked everywhere and Suddenly, the cash box was gone. And I was drunk, so I don't know where it went or where it could have gone. But we looked back at the bar. My sister worked there. They would have seen everything. We reviewed cameras. And it ended up looking, I'm not going to say anything, but it ended up looking like it was one of my homies. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. (laughs) It ended up being one of my homies that took it. And that homie didn't spend the night with us. So it's kind of suspicious. Like, like, what can I believe? I have camera video footage I'm looking at right now. Everybody yeah. else spent the night with us. Like, you're the only one. Yeah. So I lost that friend. And then yeah. another one. Of, and uh, there's a guy. And then another one of my guy friends. Because I'm always surrounded by a lot of girls. Because my girlfriend, she has a bunch of her girlfriends. And like, so <laughs> I don't really have that many, like, brothers. Like, you know. Yeah. So the only other guy friend that I did have, 
uh, he actually took a long sleeve. And usually he brings it back. Like on event days, he'll like maybe wear it home and then bring it back the next day. He ended up selling it. And he didn't tell me about it. But he sold it for a discounted price. And then he said he doesn't give me the money. And when I tried to pick it up from him, he uh, flaked on me. And I found out he sold it because he needed more weed. And he smoked the weed. I'm like, what? Oh, man. Like, why can't I have friends? <laughs> like, what? That's me. You know what I mean? What? Yeah, yeah. That one, that one was one that I try hard to forget. Like, if I want to forget something, I could easily forget it. Like, I have dementia. Like, I really will, like, be confused. I'll be like, no, I don't remember. Like, I, I, I like... That happened when? <laughs> no, 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 I don't recall. <laughs> um, no, actually, so I have a girlfriend. My girl, she began, like... Frustrated with me sometimes because I swear she told me something and I did remember. But then like when it came back around, I like suddenly forgot. And I really did forget. Like I'm not trying to start nothing. I really did forget. So, I mean. I'm the same way. I feel Like why remember something that's like, why would I have to retain it in my mind so long? Like if it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Is it just me? Yeah. No, I'm the same way. You can't harbor that like type feelings. Like, because, you know, someone... No matter of fact, someone could do you wrong or whatever, you know, that happens. But really, how that affects you is how you choose to deal with that situation. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to dwell on it and be like, man, I trusted you. Duh, duh, duh. I ain't never going to trust no one again. F that, like. It's too much energy. Yeah, you're doing that. You're giving it all that yeah. energy. I like that you say that. Like, you can just be like, amnesia. I'm like, what, <laughs> what happened? I don't even remember that shit. I mean, yeah, like, because sometimes you got to you gotta just do that, you know? Especially if it, like, if it's something that'll hurt, too, to go back to. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to keep reopening a, a sore wound. Exactly. You know? Let that shit heal. And then if you remember it, cool. If you don't have the scar and it goes away, then fuck it. I mean, but most important thing is that you didn't let that shit happen again. You cut that that will friend off, you know what I mean? Or yeah. friend, I should say, because yeah. a, friend, a friend wouldn't do that. Steal your shit and Hell no. profit off of it. And for weed? And then I was waiting there for like and at least an hour. And not smoke it with you? Okay. <laughs> at, at, the, at, the at the very least. At the very least. To be like, yo, I'm going to be real. I wanted some tree, but like, mm. come on, come through with the blood. It's crazy. Yeah. But like, nah, man, I can't. It actually takes me back because when I was in college, I don't like really reference basketball anymore because like after playing so long, I actually did get burnt out. But like with the whole mentality of like switching it up and being able to like, okay, on to the next. They taught me this thing and it's actually called um, like next play. So basically like say you're in a, in a game or you're doing something in life and something happened. Like I'm going to use basketball to reference. Like say you've airballed. <laughs> like that shit Airball. sucks. <laughs> crowd yelling it at you and laughing and you know like that feeling is just so embarrassing and you right. never want to remember it but you can't just stop because if you airballed you could like get the ball back and then you know yeah. fix it like score again or whatever so that kind of brought and like it translated over to life it's like life is not ever going to stop going time is never going to stop like it's scary because time never stops like all of a sudden like now an hour passed that we you know can't go back to but we're moving on and it's like you can't dwell on the past because once you do you're wasting your precious future time and it just it's like a whole circle so I mean I use that a lot and I think about it because I'm one person that I do not like to dwell no doubt me neither me neither you you were saying like real quick before you say that real quick I got this I got this dope I got this dope poem right okay go ahead read that it's kind of like what you're kind of like what you're saying about like just time goes on Uh uh-huh all right. All right. But this is like 
it's not basketball or nothing like that, uh-huh. but it kind of like relates, and you guys will see the similarities. Go ahead, spit that. Joint. All right. So it's called. <clears throat> so first word. So it goes like this: Rise, said the moon, and the new day came. The show must go on, said the sun. Life does not stop for anybody. It drags you by the legs, whether you want to move forward or not. That's the gift. Life will force you to forget how long for them. Your skin will shed till there is not till there is not a single part of you left that they have touched. Your eyes, finally, just your eyes, not the eyes which held them. You will make it to the end on what is only the beginning. Go on. Open the door to the rest of it. Time. Yep. Yeah. Drags you forward. Time waits for no one. No one. No one at yeah. all. Yeah. You can go back to what you're about to say, oh, nigga. Because, <laughs> like, what she said. Yeah. And I was like, dang, that, that's so right. You know, because, like, you can airball it. The whole stance on airball laughing at you. Nigga, you can, st- you can block it. Get the ball back. Hit a half court shot to win the game. Hell yeah! Everybody love you. Just, Just like, like that. that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh my god. Just like that, that's bro. You know. Just, and everybody don't even don't even remember the air they ball. They don't remember bro. exactly. Like, too. <laughs> <laughs> they just forget. They're like, huh? That's it. Airball, yeah. nah, I seen you make it. I was fired. Like, exactly. I was running for you the whole time. Like, yeah, like what you mean? Oh man. Boy, go ahead, nigga. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> we're in there. I Ooh. hold on. Let me let me think. I okay. I think I remember. I was gonna be like about kind of how you were like tying everything and athletics and all that, especially with basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were saying how that kind of was a motivation for you. Was that because of your team or like your coaches? Did you really feel like the sense of having those people around you mm. that was like mm, you know what I mean? That's my support group. They hold me down. That, yeah. That's what uplifted you and like had you take those basketball lessons to life, or is it like the coaches teaching down on you? Kind of like nah, not the coaches. No, <laughs> what? Have you anyone <laughs> that played college ball? They know. I mean, coaches are always like an adult figure that are very supportive. Right. But at the end of the day, it's your it's your team. It's your real. You know, and, and within a team, you don't have to be best friends with each player on the team. That's like being friends with like best friends with like 16 people. That's hard. Yeah. But, you know, you at least have like that close person. And I think it really depends on who your teammates are because like there could be a basketball team that they seem cool and they're really good, but like they have no connection. And I never like to be in a working space with my teammates or my work environment or true friends if it's not going to be 100% real. Right. And like, as many times as people say, like, when you get older, like, I've seen those pictures where, like, when you get older, like, freshman year of high school, you have, like, 10,000 friends. And then as you get older, and it, that, that circle, yeah. small, getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller, <laughs> smaller, smaller. Yeah, and now it's, like, it's basically come down to, it's just me and my girl and then my family. And, like, she's one of the most real people I've met. And sometimes when I kind of want to take a shortcut and, like, try to be like, nah, they're cool, they're cool, like, let's just hang out. Like, she sees and she she knows people's intentions better than me. It's like, you know, like, moms, they always had that, like, they had the eyes in the back of their head. Like, they have right. some type of feature yeah. about them that they just, they know. I kind of, like, I don't know. It's where we balance out. I would think, like, nah, they're cool, they're cool. And then, like, all of a sudden, they don't come to my show. They don't come to my fashion show. And I'm, like, over there hurt. But she's, like, yeah. kind of, like, I don't want to say I told you so. Yeah. Because I want you to go through it. But, I mean, yeah. it's all out of love. And yeah. it's, like... I don't know. I think it's something that we really do balance each other out. And she she came across like like you guys got to meet her, yeah. and she's like not very social, mm-hmm. 
But when it comes to us together, like the support and like us going out and meeting people, like she's for it. Like she'll get out of her shell to help do whatever for me and I would do the same for her. Yeah. So I mean, she really does play a big role in my life now, even though I have lost a lot of friends. Yeah. It's like it's about the real one. And she's been there like since like day one. So I know you be forgetting stuff, but you went on kind of a rant about her. I just gonna gonna ask, like, how'd you meet her? So, oh my gosh. Hopefully you remember, yo. No, no, no. She's listening like, eyes in tune right now. You better get everything right. Oh, <laughs> shit. So, disclaimer. We actually, so we did a YouTube video on this. Yeah, I should check it out Um, on YouTube. It's Reggie and Ty. R-E-G-I-A-N-D-T-A-I. And um, so anyways, we met at a club. So before I was like, talking and then eventually dating her, I used to go out a lot. Like, I used to party. Me and my friend, who we're no longer friends with, go figure. <laughs> we were, like, we would do dance routines. We would be calling people out, like, hey, come through, come through. And, like, we have, like, all of our friends, like, show up, get a little litty, and then, you know, that's the night. That's a weekend for us. Um, So I was so used to that scene, and she came um, one night, and I was like, hey, who's that? Hey, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Like, and so... Uh, I actually was, I was by myself that night. I handled it because my actual homie was out of town. And I was trying to be slick. Obviously, you can't be too forward, you know, because they were like, ooh, like, like, yeah, like yeah, you're yeah, weird. Like, yeah, 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 like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the way I ended up doing it is I seen her and I was wearing, I was pretty fitted that night. I had like a camo hoodie. Pretty I had Tim's <laughs> on, I had ripped jeans. It was, I had my braids in, sunglasses, like mm. sunglasses in a clip, like, I was feeling it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> like, it's already dark, but. <laughs> I can only see, like, figures. Yeah, like, I can see the strobe lights. And that's how I know I'm in the right area. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I seen her. She was with two of her friends. Uh, shout out to Deja and Kayla. And when they were sitting down, um, actually, I was trying to, like, make them say something to me. So I literally like sit in front of them and was like looking around, like just like bobbing my head. And then I, I feel <laughs> yeah, someone check tug the on fit me. Out. You yeah, know yeah, why? Check the fit out. That's the fit check. <laughs> and um someone tugged on my jacket. So I'm like, oh shit, like it like it's hurt. Yeah. So I turned and it wasn't her, it was her friend. Yeah. And uh they're just like, I like your outfit. And I was like, okay, like, thank you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck, I'm in, I'm already here. Like, I gotta talk to them. Gotcha. So I'm like, hey, what's your snap? Like, y'all seem really cool. Like, where are you from? Da -da -da. Like, what part in Arizona? And then I went down the line, passed by Deja, and I got to Ty. And I actually got Snapchat names mixed up. We got each other on Snapchat first. And um, I messaged your cute. And I was like, ooh, I hope I sent it to the right person because, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Liddy, yo, I don't remember. Ah, shit. <laughs> so I actually ended up doing that and um, it took her a minute. You know, you can see the little ghosty pop up when they're replying back to you. Right. So I was like, oh, fuck, what's she going to say? What's she going to say? Like, I was actually nervous. Like, I like butterflies. And right. for me to be going to the club every weekend, it was like, why am I feeling like this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, God, yeah. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, shit. So, the message came through, and she right. said, you're cute, too. Like, not, you're cute, too, but, like, you're cute. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, I'm in there. I'm in, in there like swimwear. Like, I am in. Like, Let's oh, go. Let's my go. God. Right. So I was like. Real quick, before you kids, like, what did you do? Like, did you put the phone down and dance real quick? So, like, Millie so, Ross? Like, oh, <laughs> then you got to calm down real, yeah, like, okay, real cool. You yeah. feel me? See, uh, so actually in that bar, it was a Jabari's hookah lounge out for you guys that are out in Glendale. Okay. Um, so it's small. Like, we were still able to see each other's reaction. And actually, when uh, she opened the message, her friends, they screamed. So that was like another hint. Like, I was like, oh, hmm. Like, you know, yeah. they know that's from me. So anyways, um, when I saw that, I was like hella happy. And I ended up getting some to drink. I got an Arizona iced tea. And I would drink the Arizona iced tea. And I, I actually like chugged it. But I left a little bit left. And I went back to Ty and I like grabbed her thigh. I was like, I had to yell. I'm like, hey, can you watch my Arizona iced tea? You know? And she was like, yeah, sure. And I put it down by her so I could use that as an excuse for after I dance, I can come back and mm-hmm. quench my thirst, you know? Yeah. And I still get to see her. So um, little did I know, she actually lifted up the can when I left. And she realized that it was like empty, like it was gone. And so she was already picking up like, oh, like she's trying to be slick. (laughs) So uh, I would do my thing, boom, dance, come back. And then like, we kind of just like gave each other that flirty look. And it was just all good vibes. We actually danced with each other. And like, since then it was like, like we, I knew I'm like, if I'm gonna be with someone, it's gonna be her. Like if, you know what I mean? Like, and at that time, like I said, Going to club every weekend, I would meet people. I wouldn't think about marriage. I wouldn't think about being in a relationship. No, but no. when I seen her, I was like, who is that? Like, who is that? Like, tell me. You tell know? me. What? Tell me. Like, I got to know. I need it. Hey. I need it. So I getting like, like itchy and shit. Like, like, like it's that like, fix. Like, like, let me get some of that tie. Yeah. This is what I was missing, huh? Okay. Not, oh, my gosh. That's oh, adorable. Yeah. So, that's why. So did she ever, like, she let you know about the Arizona? She was like, yo, I know what you were trying to Eventually, do. Eventually. Okay. Actually, yeah, we talked about it. We crack, out, we crack up about it all the time but I guess what really got to her is whenever I would talk to her I would put my hand on her thigh and I would like talk and you know I guess how they get all like ooh I'm handing my thigh shit yeah. so she remembers that the vibes were all good <laughs> but um, another thing that's crazy is most people don't know but we met on November 11th of 2017 so we've known each other for like two years but we didn't actually officially start dating until this year in May so it's been just a little bit like six months and like a couple of days. So why didn't y'all date before? We were like kind of figuring each other out because right. she actually had never dated a girl before. And I never dated a girl to where I introduced her to my family. Because in my mind, marriage did like kind of freak me out, you know, I'm just like, uh and so um after being her friend and like being like friend slash talking stage for like a whole year. I'm like, this is long enough for me to know what I want, you know? And uh, so we ended up getting together. And then with that, I'm not going to hide it from my dad. Like, obviously my dad's been through everything with me. So I'm like, I'm kind of nervous. I don't want to tell him, but he deserves to know so I could bring her around and he knows what's up. Like, so, um, and for you guys that may or may not know, I'm Filipino. So like, we're still Asian. We're not as strict as some others could be. But my dad, like, he's just an OG. Like, he'll be supportive no matter what. That's cool. You know? Yeah. So yeah. it made me more willing to talk to him. And when I when I mentioned it to him, basically all I said was, Hey, uh, Dad, so, you know, uh, me and Ty were, like, getting closer now. 
And he's like, you guys, I thought you guys been. And I was like, what? I was like, wait. I was stressing out. I was like sweating. I was like, um, uh, you know. Mm, uh, uh. And he basically knew. He just didn't want, like, he just didn't say the word like dating. Like, yeah. they don't, he don't really use that word anyways. Yeah. But he already knew. It's just the confirmation of me opening up and right. being like, okay, I'm going to be the one to say it. You don't need to put two and two together. Like, I'm going to yeah. vocally say it to you. And from that, it kind of led on to my dad's side all in Hawaii knowing. And before, I never was open with anybody. So having that release kind of like made everything more comfortable. And now I be posting about her all the time. We actually have an Instagram channel together. <laughs> and my family be seeing us like, like do a little grind on each other. Like, you know, we've been yeah. doing routines. And obviously, yeah. like, she gonna do her dance on me yeah, like yeah. you know so i i really like that we can be public and i don't have to hide a thing from my family and like so yeah so i mean y'all could check it out on instagram it's <laughs> reggie and ty again right. we have tiktok and we be killing it nah. she be hitting the wall so Facts. hard yo i be like i be trying to hit it like that too <laughs> but yeah it's really it's all good times for her and all those videos like it may take us, like, four hours to get down to dance, but, like, it's all about the memories. And, like, when you find your other half or whatever, like, shit, y'all, like, it feels like y'all are unstoppable. Like, it's yeah. you and me against the world. Like, let's get it. That's yeah, tight. Yeah, you know? Yeah. That's Dang. tight. Well, I'm happy for y'all. That's Thank tight. Y'all seem very happy. Yeah. So, like, Ty was, like, the first person that you told, like, your family, like, you like girls. Uh, mm, no. Well, okay, so... I don't know if it's because of stereotyping of, like, girls that play basketball are gay. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, I know y'all yeah. heard that shit. Hell like, yeah. like yeah. everyone apparently is, like, a Britney Griner. Like, you know? So, <laughs> uh, yeah, but they kind of assumed already. Because okay. when I was younger, like, I dressed like how I did now. Like, I, I would wear polos and my sister would wear dresses. And then I would have, like, short hair and they would have their hair curled. It's like, so you could tell. And at that time, like, I really wasn't, like, concerned. I wasn't thinking about being in a relationship. I was just right. doing me because I liked, I like, you know, I felt comfortable. Yeah. And so um, there was one person, like, growing up, like, when I was little, little, like, I told my sister, like, hey, this is weird, but, like, I like a girl. And that's the only person that I, like, have said anything to. Then as I got older and I was more away from my family because I moved away from Arizona to Hawaii, mm -hmm. that's when I had my first uh, girlfriend. But that stayed quiet to family. It was all like, people at school could see it, obviously, because I'm away from home. Mm -hmm. But I didn't feel like it was that time to tell my family about something like that because right. I didn't know where it would go. I was It was my first relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, but like I said, Ty, she, she's like something else. You could tell. <laughs> That's cool. That's dope. What? Dang. So, like, you never really had to just really tell them this, kind of just, like, figured it out. It would basically, yeah. And and then what I was told, um, like, word on the street, is that in Hawaii, they were waiting for me to be the one to say it because they felt like they could assume already. Yeah. But they didn't want to be, like, that family, like, I told you so. You know, like, yeah, you know, yeah. nobody likes being told that. And so the fact that... um. They're actually supportive of it. I posted, I kind of did an opening up post on my Instagram and it got a lot of love. And even though it wasn't like so much love from random people, like fans or anything like that, like I don't care for that. But yeah, even though it wasn't like all that, you know what I mean? Like a lot of comments, a lot of likes. Yeah. Uh, 
it was about the people that did comment, which were like my cousins. They're like, I'm happy for you. And hearing that, like when it hit, when it's family telling you that, yeah. it hits different than it being like a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Nah, definitely. Because those are your biggest influencers. Yeah. You know, that's like people that, that's like people that you would like to, um, like make proud, you know? Like uh-huh. you don't want to be like ashamed or like disowned. Or, yeah. Nobody wants that feeling, you know? So like to get it from, because friends, Friends is something different. Yeah, that shit will hurt, but family, man, that shit will hurt like mm-hmm. on a whole different level. So for you to get that love from them, you know, it basically hit the same way, just on a positive note. Exactly. And I think also, too, with the background of them being from Hawaii, like I told you, the culture is so tight-knit. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, even though there are some people that aren't close to their family, like that would never be the case in Hawaii. Like. Right. Even if you don't like each other, if something like that happens, everyone's gonna be like happy for you. There's no picking sides and just being like a grin, like a grudge, like I'm hold a grudge on you. Like no, whenever there's something positive, family always comes together and they always support. So when I felt that from them, and it obviously was something that's been like on my chest. Like when I first had my first girlfriend, I didn't say nothing, so that kind of made me feel not trapped, but just not free. Like of so, like I, I say the word like release a lot. Like once I told um my family about it it just was like it was a major like <sighs> weight off your shoulders kind of yeah. gone because we get to we get to pick our friends kind of like what you were saying you know so like getting that validation from your friends is always cool but like I picked you you know what I mean kind of yeah. like we chose to be cool with each other with your family you know what I mean you didn't choose them so having that approval from them from those people who are in your life unquestionably, mm-hmm. you know, that's that hits something different. Cause it's like, man, we stuck with each other, but at least you love me. Like yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? know. it's just that feels great. I'm happy for you that you were able to get that release. I think that's important to do and happy that you're able to and a lot of people can feel trapped by that experience. I'm glad you're not, especially from the culture you're from, being able to be close with them. Thank I'm you. I'm sure that was important for you. Yeah. I'm gonna go to watch that video on your Instagram Reggie after we get out of this. It, <laughs> no, I'm talking about the one that she said she opened up a little bit. Uh, that one. Is that on? That's not. On that one's on the YouTube. Uh, that was like our um, get to know us. I think that's what we labeled it as. Okay. Get to know us. Where? Yeah. So, I'm gonna watch that joint. Shit, you think my explanation about when we met was like right now was funny? Like, shoot, we'd be like, we be talking. I think it's like half the video we're talking about how we met. <laughs> and hearing it from two different perspectives, yeah. like you all feel like you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's dope. Detailed. <laughs> Shit, that's that's cool. How did um, I did want to ask you like, how did your you and your dad like like came so cool, you know, um, to the point that you know like he was like, oh, I thought y'all was already like he was like, oh my you know gosh, what I mean? like I really know. like chill with it, like he accepted you. 100% you, you know, before that you thought he would. Mm-hmm. And like, he was already like, already there. He was just waiting that for you type crazy. of thing. That was crazy, yeah. So how did you, if you don't mind it, just to elaborate on you and your dad's relationship. So I think a huge role was the basketball. Because when he was younger, he's not the tallest, he's 5'6", but he like had a connection with basketball. And for me and him to share that bond, mm-hmm. it brought us close. And unfortunately, even though the basketball thing didn't work out, we still had that bond. Like, we still knew how to talk to each other. And, like, whenever there was something that was funny, we had the same sense of humor. Like, when I turned 21, even though, like, drinking is, like, alcohol and that's my dad. Like, I look up to him, like, you know, like, oh, it's kind of at first weird drinking with you because you're my dad. Like, what? Yeah. But, um, 
we have that bond now. So whenever I hang out with him, like he makes a beer for me and we just chill and talk. So it's like, it's just had that bond, I think, that began from basketball and like, kind of like, he's never had a son, but like, he's my, my bro, you know, like we kind of <laughs> have that level, but he's still like, obviously I respect you, like you're my dad. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then my other two sisters, they're, I'm the middle child. So my older and my younger sister, they're more like, like they're more, they're more like with each other. They have the same attitude. They actually look more same. Like, I don't know. But whenever it came to me, my dad, like, with the job that I have for dispatching, whenever I have extra money, like, I help him out. And I know he appreciates that. So we just kind of click. I don't know what what gene traits skipped or something. But, <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's cool. We we don't have to talk every single day. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's kind of like a friendship where, like, if you have that friend that you know— you got and you could just go to them whenever and they'll be open arms and it's likewise both ways. He's kind of like that person. Yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, jealous. That's what I want. Whoa, <laughs> shoot. You know, but like, just getting accepted. You know, like, I know like a lot of people that suffer with a lot of different things or go through a lot of things that, you know, if it's your own like preference in a human being or whatever <laughs> or like, even like smoking trees, you know? Yeah. Like, Something like I went through, <laughs> like I used to smoke a lot. I used to smoke like every day, like eight blunts a day. Like I used to be Dang, high, just like I all would... day. I used to just be high, Damn. <laughs> like, like eight blunts a day. <laughs> like so I'm, excessive. I'm not even kidding with you. Like you're, I'm serious. So it's like, <laughs> eight like blunts? yeah, like I used to be high like all day, like from wake up to like I would be dead. That you know, like eight? yo, just all day, yeah. And then I used to just be around it, like, all day, too. Uh -huh. I, I used to sell it, too. Damn. So, selling and smoking. But I never got high on my own supply. That's the rule oh, number yeah. five. Never you do, that. Never <laughs> do that. You feel me? You trap with the best of them. <laughs> like, what you mean? So, but the thing is, like, I, I never saw anything bad about smoking trees. Mm -hmm. Ever. Like, I did my little research. I didn't do too much. But I know that shit that, um... Ronald Reagan was talking about when he was like, it killed brain cells and shit. I watched a documentary and the thing is they put uh, a gas mask on monkeys and just fed them um, THC. Mm -hmm. Of course them niggas is going to die and lose brain cells because you're suffocating them because that's all that they're doing. Mm. But when you're smoking weed, like, nigga, you got oxygen, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Because like, you can't just, like, smoke the whole blunt in one puff. Like, yeah. you, you feel me? Uh, so, imagine. <laughs> Shit, that's probably why you were able to do eight blunts in a day. You, you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, niggas used, so, like, so, like, I know, like, Stuff used to come up in the news. My mom used to always watch, like, the news and some other shit. Mm -hmm. And niggas, like, this is, like, when I was high, too. Like, I used to just be on the couch or whatever to chill with my mom. Because my mom, like, how your dad is, that's how my mom is. Like, okay. that's my nigga. Yeah. Like, real talk. But, like, whenever weed came up, like, a discussion for voting for it and all that other shit, she used to, like, kind of talk bad about it. I'm just like, damn, like, she ain't even know I'm high right now. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, she don't even know, like, my... I have a whole different perspective on trees. Like, I think of it, like, totally different. Uh -huh. I think of it, if you're going to do anything, do this. Uh -huh. You know? And um, I just didn't feel like she, you know, would accept me saying, like, I smoke weed. Yeah. So we were on that level, so I didn't say nothing. Ooh, I can see exactly what you're you saying. You feel yeah. me? And like, I, was, I was like, I didn't want to be like, because like, she would talk bad about it. Uh... You know? So, like, it was like, 
I was like, dang, like she would just probably have a whole different outlook on me. Then I was already getting into trouble too, uh-huh. like with the law and some other shit. Uh, shit. So like if drugs was involved, it's like times 10. So yeah. I was just like, nah, I'm gonna just keep it to myself. But I remember I did tell her once though. I remember when I told her, I just told her, I just like, fuck it, I'm gonna just tell her. We were- um, I'm nervous. Yeah, shit. <laughs> I'm nervous for you You right nervous, now. man. I was nervous. <laughs> so we was um, watching some documentary about, about drugs. And then weed came about. And the way that I spun it to her was just different because they're talking about like some number, some statistic that a percentage of people smoke weed and most of the presents smoke weed before at least once in their life and their college years and all this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is a perfect time for me to ask. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, mom, you ever smoked weed before? <laughs> you know me like straight yeah. up. And she was on the other couch and she was like, she was like, no, I never did. And so, like, when you ask someone, you're like, hey, how's your day going? They're like, I'm good. How are you? Yeah. Automatically. So, I knew this was going to happen because she was going to ask me. Uh-huh. So, that's why I asked it because it's like, that's how we're going to get to it. Uh-huh. And then she was like, there's a little pause. <laughs> and I'm like, it's coming. She just don't know how to say it. And she's like, have you? I was like, yeah, actually, I have. Like, I smoked yesterday. I smoked the day before that. I just let it all out. Yeah. Oh, like, my I was just God. Like, <laughs> I just, like, let it all out. I was just, like, holding it all in type of thing. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, cool response, too. She was like, okay. She's like, I kind of thought, but I wasn't sure. But you get in trouble a lot and run with the type of crowd that you, I seen a couple of your friends and this and that. But she's like. But were you doing out? Then she asked me. She flipped it because she was cool with it. But then she asked me, like, were you influenced by them or, like, that's something that you want to do? Mm-hmm. And I was like, honestly, like, listen to music. That's really where it first came from because that's what they just, that's what they talk about in hip-hop. Mm-hmm. So that kind of influenced me to, let me see what they're talking about because I'm so intellectual and deep in music. I see the creativity oh, okay. in it. Like, even, like, country music, even, like, Old school, yeah. eating, like anything. I can I can see the creativity. Like I can see and see where they came from to even make that type of music. Even though I might not like it, but I respect the creativity behind it. Right. Right? So with hip hop, that's the same thing. So I was just like, but they always talk about they high when they do this. So I'm like, bro, does do you tap into a different realm of like creativity? Mm-hmm. So that's really what got me the first one to do it. Damn. Just the creativity level. I was just like, man, shit. I wanted to make some creative shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm already creative, but this can put me on times 10. Yeah. So you feel me? Like, so like on um, times 10. So that's the first thing that influenced me to do it. So then like when I did it, I was just like, you just saw a world different. I was just like, cool. But I never wanted to consume me, you know? Because yeah. I seen niggas like how with your friend, man, we would, um, we would, um, piggyback off of that when he said he sold your shirt your sweater to get weed and smoke it see like with, with me like with business or anything like that man weed and trees that is like not necessary for you to live mm-hmm. you feel me it should never be above your principles it should never be above your bills your kids your morals yeah. your vision it should never be above anything it should be always beneath that to make sure your life is right, you straight, you paid your bills, whatever that it is. If your life is good, my nigga, smoke all you want, do whatever that you want. Right. But if you taking, you being a lame ass friend and taking your friend's creativity and something that she, you see her passion behind it. It's not like she bullshitting with it. Like mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? Like you out there, you was out there getting it. You was Thank doing you. it. <laughs> but 
for a nigga to disrespect that and take this and for me to put weed above my friendship, yeah. above, you know, your creativity, your dedication, because my nigga, that shit ain't free. That yeah. shit ain't fall out the sky. You put money into it. And for someone else to profit to smoke weed, that shit lame as fuck. Yeah. And I had friends like that too that did some lame shit because of weed and put weed as a priority. When that shit's not a priority, you should never put weed in front of that. Mm-hmm. Make a party because nigga, they ain't turn into a fiend. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying people can get addicted to weed because they say you can't, but it can make niggas act weird. Yeah. You know? But, Switch them up. You, right. you feel me? So that was, that's why I was saying like, for you to get accepted from your dad, that's dope because I had a little boundary with that because I seen how my mom talked so down about it. Yeah. But then when we had that conversation, she kind of was like already there too. Uh-huh. Then kind of worked out, you know? Yeah. That's cool though. Yeah. Even though it's like your mom and your mom's like my dad, it's still the same type of like stress we had to go through to get <laughs> to, you yeah. know. <laughs> no doubt. Parents make you stress, man. Shit. Cause you we care so much about how they feel about us. Yeah. Like, I care about you. Oh shit, what you gonna think when you know this? Oh, I know. Cause they think, oh, I know you, but you're like, do you know all the things? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you really knew me, like would you still mess with me? And most of the time the answer is yes. But like before you get that answer, it's a lot of it's scary, nigga, because yeah, you don't yeah. know if, if it's going to be that for sure, you know. For some people, it isn't. And we're lucky enough to be the few that, you know, we had those people who were accepting of us and all the differences that we had. Mm-hmm. For sure. Vax, man. And they stay consistent, you know what I mean? You got to be consistent with your family, you know. If I showed you love and I've been good to you for all these years or however long it's been, you know, and I just tell you one thing about me, if that changes your whole perspective on me, like, oh, true. you weren't consistent with yeah. me, you know what I mean? It's not even love, yo. It's not love, yeah. you know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, I'm not saying the time dictates the relationship, uh-huh. but how the time was spent. So if it was time well spent, you know what I mean? You know me to be a good person. Just because I did something you don't like doesn't mean you have to disown me or anything like that. And, you know, consistency is something I think that you can apply in every aspect of your life and see how that basically bears fruits, you know what I mean? You consistent with your work. You get that shit done on time. It <clears throat> excuse me, it blows up. Mm-hmm. It does that. People expect your product when they get their product. Nigga consistently smoking weed. He gonna get high at 420 every single day. He's gonna make sure he's consistent with that habit once he's made it a habit. So once you are consistent, you build up good habits or you build up bad habits depending on what you consistent on. But that really determines what you're gonna do with the rest of your time, your most valuable asset. Mm-hmm. Or how you going to treat that time, you know, or the time you're spending the people with really all dictates it. You know what I mean? And I I feel you. I would share my experience, but it's kind of the same with y'all, like kind of on Justin's part. Like, yeah, I was scared for some things where like my parents were going to, I didn't know what they were going to say kind of thing, like that boundary. Um, but, you know, it was more just on my end. I always knew they would love me. I was just kind of ashamed of the things that I did. But I think it's dope when you got that love unconditionally for facts. Like, that shit. I, man, I couldn't trade that for the world. Like, have those people around you. And when you know those good people, because there's a lot of people who come around, they be fake or they be acting like they cool with you. Or like people you may know who they seem like they're good for you, but you look at all the things that they've done, really, after you kind of look look back on the relationship. And it's like, damn, they weren't good for me at all. You know what I mean? And not to say I wish them bad, but I'm doing so much better without them. You know what yeah. I mean? I hope they're doing good too. 
But without them, I've elevated so much. You know what I mean? We just did, we weren't compatible, but that's not necessarily like I hate you, you know what I mean, type deal. It's just, you know, when you find those people who really are down, that makes that relationship that much more important to keep. Cause it's like, I met some fake ones. You a real one. I know that. That's real recognize true. real. That's true. Whoo. Hey, this is like therapy. <laughs> This was, a, this was a therapeutic session right now. Man. I saw like, that. You feel me? You feel me? Like, yeah, yo, like relief, yo. So, <laughs> hey, all right. So we get going to this segment, right? We're going to the segment. I'm about to ask you some questions. Okay. There will be some questions that need answers. That's what this is called. Okay. All right? So whatever comes to your head, the best of it. Like is. the first thing, like it's just going fast? No, nah, it's not going oh, fast. Like, you can think about it. You feel me? You don't need to do all that. Yeah, okay. Take your, time. take your time. I just got some questions for you, though. Okay. All right. What shape is the sky? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? There is no shape. That shit is infinity. That it's shit, like a galaxy. That shit is infinity. That's yeah. the final answer? Yeah. I'm, I'm with it. I mean, it makes sense if you think about it. How Infinity so? isn't a shape, but there's no limit to where the sky is. Word. Yeah. What you mean, no limit? Yeah. Because you can't just point your finger or like touch the sky to where it's supposed to end. I feel you. Uh, so that's I why I say it's saying. like infinity. Like you can't just like like I like my finger stops right here on this table, yeah. and you know it stops because your finger can't go no you know that's the further. End of yeah, 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 you don't see the end. Okay. So I feel you. That's not a shape, but like it's kind of a shape. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all right. Next Shoot. Next like I'm question. not gonna say it's triangle. You know, like, yeah. I'm, not say, I'm not gonna just bullshit make up one. Like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> <a> god <laughs> square. <laughs> Didn't you see it? It's a square. <laughs> oh man, that is so funny. That, that's a unique answer, though. <laughs> all right, next one. Um, can you cry underwater? Yes. Okay. Yes, Why? you can. Why you say that? Because people cry in the shower. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> I bet you got that one. That was, Yo, I, hey, that's, that's a good answer. That's a solid ass answer, my nigga. I literally said the same thing. That was a oh, solid you said ass answer. Yeah. Because that's how you know the tear is coming from your eyes because it's your emotion. It's something is coming out your body. Yeah. And, you know. You know what I mean? Just like if you so. pee in the pool, you go. Oh, you know, yeah. Actually. Same thing as water. <laughs> Water and water. Hey, real talk, yeah. though. Uh, if you want to think it that way, actually. Yeah, it's true. Cry in the shower. I said pee in the pool. Uh, <laughs> tomato, tomato, right? Oh, you feel me? It's how you do it. All right, next one is, uh, what What color is the mirror? I'm, like, trying to look like this <laughs> trying one. to look for a mirror. Um, huh? like, ain't got one in here. Shit, when I think of a mirror, I'm thinking, like, chrome. But, like, obviously a mirror is, like, you see yourself. Right. But it's not clear. So, damn. I would say... No, because in Chrome, you could still see your, your reflection. Can't. I'm going to say chrome. chrome. That's a color, yeah. Yeah, chrome. yeah, yeah, yeah. People would be doing that. They'd be uh, wrapping their cars chrome, and you could still see yourself. See your it looks like yeah. a mirror. Yeah, metallic. Yeah, chrome. Yeah, no doubt. yeah, yeah, yeah. Chrome, hey. Am I right? I don't know if you're right. It's chrome. To keep it honest, I don't know if any of these questions have, like, that is answer. the answer. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah. But yeah, hey, that comes close. Man. <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. I don't know the answer. <laughs> Keep it a stack. All right, next one. Ready? Okay. All right. What um why is the the word abbreviation long, but it stands for something short? 
Oh, shit. Oh, I think I have an idea. So, I would say because abbreviation is the description. It's not abbreviated. So, it can't be abbreviated because then you won't know what the word means. <laughs> Did that make sense? That's pretty <laughs> solid. Now, I understand what you're saying. I understand like, what you're that's saying. That's the definition. So, it has yeah. to be long for you to understand how to abbreviate or what it is to abbreviate. Uh, I'm not even high. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. What's next? She's like, I'm not even high, yo. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm stoked by this one. <laughs> What's the next one, man? I can't wait to hear okay. it. Okay, I know. All this right. killing this right now. Does a straw have one hole or two holes? Two. Why? Because if you plug one, it's still going to come out the other. It can still come out the other. And you have to to plug both ends for water to be either trapped or for no water to come in. Yeah. Because you know what I did? My dad, actually, when I was a baby, I'm pretty sure people do this. But, like, when they stick a straw into, like, water and then they cover the top part and then they feed it to the baby so that they don't choke on too much water. Yeah, so obviously, like, it's got to be two holes. Two holes, my answer. (laughs) Good explanation, too. Yeah, that's a a great one. (laughs) All right. This is the last one, right? Okay. All right. So lasagna is made out of layers, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So like if you have two lasagnas, right? Uh-huh. Side by side. Uh-huh. And you grab one and you put on the other. Is it lasagna's or is it lasagna? I would say lasagna with one. no S. Okay. All right. Why? Because to me it sounds right first. <laughs> and then two... I think because like you know sometimes with those certain words they do like the plural, but it sounds like it's just oh yeah what? like the plural of, of goose is just goose it's not geese yeah or some shit or like freaking <laughs> like uh, there's other word I can't think of them right now but I would say lasagna because it's talking Gooses. about like like I don't know how to explain that one I don't really have much of a good explanation but I would just say lasagna because it's still the same there's nothing different about it and then that's like that's like saying like. If I'm looking at myself in a mirror, I wouldn't say, like, there's basics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just me. Like, that's basic. Or, like, or yeah. there's basic. Yeah. So, that's, like, there's lasagna. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I almost didn't have an explanation. Nice. Hey. Nice. nice. Way to go. Hey. There you go, basic. That's what's up. You got some great-ass answers for these questions. Yeah, you twisted my mind. <laughs> Something to think about. I'm about to ask my friends that, like, let me ask you something. <laughs> <laughs> He's stuck. I and ask them when they're high for like 10 times more fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Yep. That's good. All right. Well, basic man, we'll appreciate you for coming through the more live podcast. You feel me? We'll appreciate you. Cause from the jump, when I asked you if you would like to be on it, you was all for it to support. You and know, I right? came through. I came through, hey, didn't I? You did. Yeah. She wasn't playing, bro. She wasn't playing. <laughs> Not at all. Hey, you came through. So I appreciate you. Go ahead and um, plug your social medias and your businesses and shout out who you want to shout out. And, you know, just take this time to shout out and plug whatever you got to plug in. Okay, cool. Well, first off, thank you guys. So shout outs to you guys. Because hey. I've never been on a podcast. To be honest, I never really was much of a fan of podcasts because in my head I was like, podcast? Like, it seems kind of boring. But, like, to know what really is talked about it in a podcast and how much time is put into it and, like, how it can give you more. Like, there's so much stuff in this conversation that I want to take home with me and talk about it again. Like, I just want to keep talking. Like, I don't want to shut up. (laughs) So, I appreciate you guys spreading the knowledge with me. 
Um, also, though, um, again, I'll do one more round of my social medias. So if you guys want to add my personal Instagram, it's going to be at sign I'm basic. It's spelled I-M-B-A-Y-S-I-K. And then if you guys want to check out my clothing brand, it's going to be at sign B-A-Y-S-I-K clothing and then the letter M-M-X-V-I. It's kind of a lot, but once you start typing basic clothing, at least you'll see the Instagram pop up. And then the very last one on Instagram I like to say is uh, me and my girlfriend. Again, shout out to her. She does mean a lot to me and we've been working pretty hard on trying to keep everything consistent as far as our couples page. And that's going to be at sign Reggie and Ty. R-E-G-I-A-N-D-T-A-I. We got like TikTok videos, YouTube videos. So clock in. Bet. All right. Bet, bet, bet. Thanks for the plug, of course. We appreciate you for coming down once again, Basic. Thanks for chopping it up. Of course. I had fun. Um, yeah, we had a great time here too. <laughs> learned a lot, learned a lot. Um, shit, I guess we just gonna end it like that, right? So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank y'all for another episode. You know, we appreciate you. Uh, you know, ask these questions and think about these topics among the people in your family, your friends, those who you truly care about. And, you know, just hope we bring more life to you. Make sure to check out Basics Work, and we're gonna be here for another podcast next week. More life for your head tops. Blah! Blah!